You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to this Thursday edition of the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to try up in Christ Jesus. It's Thursday, tag a friend, let them know that we're live. You can get us on YouTube. You can get us on Facebook. You can get us at Mike Moore Ministry or wherever you get your podcast series from. Listen, I mentioned this in our last uh, episode that our church, the church that I pastor is transitioning I, at the end of this year, will have pastored for 41 years and eight months. And if you include the first church that I pastored over a year, it'd be 42 years and eight months. So I'm transitioning out of the pastoral role of Faith Chapel. I'll continue to support the church, continue to minister on the teaching team, uh, continue to help my son. My son will be coming in, Michael K. He'll be coming in as the lead pastor of Faith Chapel, Birmingham and Faith Chapel, Columbus. So I'm going to transition to Mike Moore Ministries. And so my podcast will transition as well. Uh, At the end of this, this is my last Thursday session of podcast. I've concluded my Tuesday podcast and for the remainder of the year and uh, all of December, we're going to prepare for next year. So the first Thursday and the first Tuesday, my Tuesday podcast, first Tuesday and the first Thursday, we'll go back to my podcast series, How to Win, but we will focus primarily on the area of leadership. And I believe it's going to be a great blessing to you in whatever leadership, whether it be family or church or business or school, whatever area of leadership, I believe that we're going to be able to get be a blessing to you. So this is our last Thursday podcast until the first Thursday in January. I want to thank you so very much for your support. You've been very diligent to view this podcast, and I'm eternally grateful to you. And I'm looking forward to us beginning a new journey. I'll be full-time in Mike Moore Ministries. You can get me at mikemoore.org. And I am looking forward to you and I taking a future journey together in the area of leadership. But let's finish our series that we entitled The Acceptable Year of the Lord. We said Luke chapter 4, where Jesus mentioned the acceptable year of the Lord, it is a reference to the year of Jubilee. And we've talked about what the year of Jubilee uh, was, what it represented. We've connected in our second session, Jesus to the year of Jubilee, that he paid our price. And we are talking in this series, and I'm including this series in this third lesson. Our theme has been faith 
for debt cancellation. I'm so glad that Jesus Christ paid our debt price. Yes, he did. He paid our debt price so that we could have freedom in every area, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, socially. But he also paid our debt cancellation so that we could be free financially. Now, we're not talking about natural debt cancellation because there's a natural process in it, in paying off debt. I'm not dealing with that. I think that's important. But I believe God wants to do some supernatural things. Supernatural debt cancellation is what we're talking about. God gave me a prophetic word, April the 4th, 2020. And here's what he said. He said, all debts are canceled. All debts are canceled. And in our last session, I walked you through the process of mixing faith with that prophetic word. And I won't try to go back through that. I told you exactly what to do with that word. I could have completed this series with two lessons, but I wanted to complete it with a, a third lesson on the avenues of debt cancellation. And I want to just conclude by talking about two avenues of debt cancellation. And I want you to listen to me. I believe that as a result of this teaching, this three-lesson series, God will begin to cancel debt supernaturally. I believe that with all my heart. He is going to confirm this word through signs following. And I speak to you supernatural debt cancellation in Jesus' name. Now, there are two basic avenues that we want to look at in this lesson. The avenue of miracles and the avenue of favor. Debt cancellation will be coming, and I prophesy this, through the avenue of miracles and through the avenue of favor. Let's talk about debt cancellation through a miracle. Our proof text for this side of debt cancellation, miracles, is 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 through 7. And you can read it in whatever translation you want to read it in. But there was a woman whose husband was a prophet. Her husband was a student of Elisha. He was a member of Elisha's prophetic school. He was a very, very godly man, a man who loved God and walked in the office of a prophet. But her husband, this man, died, and unfortunately, he left the family in debt. In those days, if a person had debt and they could not pay it off, then oftentimes they will lose, and we talked about this, lose their personal freedom, 
until the debt was paid off. They will go into debtor's prison, and oftentimes their wife and their children will be in prison for debt, for the debts, or taken as slaves for the debt. Well, this woman was now a widow. She had two sons. The creditors came to take her sons. She rushed to the man of God, Elijah, told him her situation. He asked her, what does she want him to do? And what does she have in her house? And she said, I only have a jar of oil. Then he spoke to her and gave her some instructions. He said, now I want you to go to your neighbors and I want you to borrow empty vessels or empty jars. And he said, don't borrow a few. When you come into your house, you and your sons, after borrowing the empty vessels, the empty jars, I want you to shut the door behind you and your sons, and then I want you to pour the jar of oil that you have into these empty vessels. So she went and she did. She shut the door and she began to take that one jar of oil and pour it into the empty vessels. And the amazing thing about it is the oil kept flowing. So whenever she filled the empty vessel, she would move it to the side, go to another, fill it, go to another. And empty vessels were all over the house. And then she asked for another empty vessel. And the scripture says that the son said, we have no more empty vessels. And the scripture says that the oil ceased flowing. That was a miracle. It was a miracle. One jar of oil it just kept flowing and filled all these empty, large number of empty vessels. She went back to the prophet Elijah, the man of God, and said, now listen, I've done what you've asked me to do. This is what happened. He said, good. Go sell the oil, pay off the debt, and you and your sons live off the rest. That was supernatural debt cancellation through a miracle. Now, let's summarize what we have here in this story. We have an impossible mountain of debt. We have a widow woman in financial crisis. We have a widow and her family Faith with the potential of losing everything, including her children. Then the prophet gave a prophetic word. The prophetic word was the master key to the miracle. He said to her, go borrow empty jars, empty vessels from your neighbors. Borrow not a few. Go into your house with your sons and shut the door. Pour the oil from your jars into the empty uh, vessels and set each full vessel aside. This prophetic word was the key to miracle debt cancellation. Cancellation by virtue of a miracle. The prophetic word.
The prophetic word that God gave me to give to you is that all debts are canceled. Now, when you look at this story, a miracle took place through the woman's obedience to the prophetic word and the woman's faith in regard to the prophetic word. Her obedience was exemplified by carrying out the instructions. The prophet says, go to your neighbors, borrow empty vessels, borrow not a few. Go home, shut the door, pour out to the end. She did exactly what she was instructed to do. That's obedience. I believe that when God gives us a prophetic word, like all debts are canceled, I believe that he will, after we mix faith, and I did that in, in lesson two, I believe that God will begin to give us somewhere at some place some instructions our obedience to those instructions will release the miracle. But it was not just her obedience, it was her faith. Her faith was evidenced by the number of vessels that she borrowed because the prophet did not tell her how many vessels to borrow. He said, borrow empty vessels and don't borrow a few. The number of vessels that she borrowed were indicative of her faith. She borrowed enough vessels after being sold that paid off all her debt. And some believe that she had enough money from the sale of the oil to live her, the rest of her life on. But that was evidence of her faith. She could have borrowed 10 vessels. She could have borrowed five. It depends on her definition, her perspective of not a few. It's obvious that she borrowed enough vessels to fill the whole house. I believe God is I believe that we're living in a season where God is going to cancel debt through a miracle. In Acts 2, 22, we see the different sides of the miraculous. Acts 2, 22 says that Jesus was affirmed that God accredited confirmed, validated Jesus' ministry through miracles, wonders, and signs. And I believe that we're in this time. I believe that God gave me this prophetic word, all debts are canceled. And I believe that God is confirming this prophetic word with miracles, wonders and signs. And I want to give you a definition of each because I want you to open your eyes and be in expectation. As you confess daily, all debts are canceled. All my debts are canceled. I want you to be in expectation of a miracle. A miracle, I'm, I'm talking about as it relates to Acts 2.22, is a supernatural demonstration of God's power that is 
inexplicable, not explainable by natural or scientific law. This jar of oil pouring into all these empty, the one jar of oil pouring into the empty vessels and the oil not ceasing was a miracle. It was a supernatural demonstration of the power of God and natural science and scientific law could not explain it. There's no scientific explanation to explain one jar of oil, just a jar of oil, and oil flowing out of that one jar to fill up a house full of empty vessels. There's nothing from natural science or scientific science to explain that. I believe that that's what God is doing in this hour. He are, he's doing things that cannot be explained through the natural order of things. That's why I said I'm not dealing now with the natural side of you paying off your bills or stop using your credit card for a period of time. I'm not uh, or paying off a loan. I think we should do that, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about God gave me a prophetic word, and I believe that he is confirming that prophetic word, all deaths are canceled, with a supernatural demonstration of God's power that cannot be explained by a, a person just saving and paying off debt, a person just not using their car, credit card. Those are natural things, and some of those things we should do. I'm telling you, God is doing, notice I didn't say going to, he is doing things that are not explainable, inexplicable things that cannot, things that cannot be explained through the natural order or scientific law. I believe God is manifesting himself through wonders. Wonders, Acts 2.22 said that God did through Jesus wonders. A wonder is something strange, out of the ordinary, a feeling of surprise. God is going to do some things in your life and you're going to be just literally surprised. People are going to be surprised. It is going to cause those who see what happened to marvel because it will be something beautiful, something attractive, something unexpected, unfamiliar, uncommon. Say that. Unexpected, unfamiliar, Uncommon. Say it one more time. I want you to be looking for, say it after me, unexpected, unfamiliar, uncommon. Let's say it one more time and let's mix it with our faith. I believe that I receive and I see manifesting in my life things that are unexpected, unfamiliar, and uncommon. And then God is manifesting himself through signs. Sign, a sign is something visible, something evident that gives ground for believing in the existence of the presence of God. 
It is something visible, something evident that gives grounds for believing in the existence or presence of God. There are things that God is doing in your life and it's going to be visible, going to be evident, and it's going to be in this financial realm. It's going to be in other areas too of health and and other areas, but in this financial realm, there's going to be some things that are visible, that's evident, that's going to give grounds to others to know that that was God, that had to be God that did that in your life. Come on, say, I receive that. So there are two avenues that we're looking at for debt cancellation. Miracles, we talked about it. Another avenue will be favor. Favor. In Nehemiah chapter 5, verse 1 through 12 in the New Living Translation, and I want you to read it in the New Living Translation, we see a demonstration of debt cancellation through favor. I'm going to give you a summary of Nehemiah 5, 1 through 12, a summary of what was going on, and then we're going to talk about favor. Nehemiah was commissioned by God to restore the wall in Jerusalem that had been torn down. He came from Babylon and he rallied the people and he was able to build that wall in 52 days. But his calling was not just about the wall, but about restoration to Israel total restoration to Israel. That wall symbolizes brokenness in the nation of Israel. He was called. And while he was dealing, Nehemiah was dealing with outside attacks or persecutors, people trying to stop the wall from being built. There were some other things happening internal, internally from the people of Israel. There was mismanagement, there was exploitation, and they had stopped honoring the year of Jubilee. So allow me to give you some general insight. In the midst of the rebuilding project, internal problems arose. Several complaints came to Nehemiah from number one, Landless families, <clears throat> pardon me, landless families began to complain to Nehemiah. They had insufficient funds. They were dealing with high inflation and they were dealing with uh, food shortages and they were complaining to Nehemiah. Other families had properties and they were complaining They had homes, they had lands, they had olive groves and vineyards, but they were being forced to mortgage their properties to buy food to eat. Thirdly, there were families who were forced to borrow money because of exorbitant interest rates. Fourthly, there were families who were losing their farms and their homes and their vineyards and they were being compelled to sell their sons and their daughters into debtor's bondage. 
And since the lands were owned by others because they had to sell the land to just have food, sell the land to keep their children from being sold into slavery, they were left without means to back, buy back their children because they didn't have any land. They had to sell their land. And Nehemiah, when he saw what was happening, he got angry. He got angry. There was some mismanagement, but there was a lot of exploitation. Fellow Jews were taking advantage of their fellow Jews. They were charging exorbitant interest rates. They were forcing people to mortgage their properties. And when Nehemiah saw it, he became angry. And the Bible says that he used favor. He used his authority, his influence to cancel the debts of the people. He used his authority, his influence as governor to have the children return back to their families. He used his influence and his authority and his position as governor to have those people's lands restored back to them. Nehemiah had received favor from the king to come rebuild the wall. Now he was giving favor to others. So what is favor? I'm saying that God is canceling debts right now as I speak through favor, and I want you to grab hold to this prophetic word, all debts are canceled, and open your eyes in expectation of favor, cancellation of debt through favor. We talked about miracles, but what is favor? Favor is the willingness of others, other people, to use their position and their resources and their ability and their influence on your behalf. God is raising up people now who have position. They're in the positions that you have need of. Some of these people are business people. Some of these people are very wealthy people. Some of these people have roles and, and authority in certain positions. Some of these people are corporate people. And, the, uh, and, and God is causing them, some are government people, policies are going to be changed some are using their position to cancel debts. Others will be using their resources. They will take their own resources, the resources that they're over, and they will use those resources to pay off your debt. I believe that mortgage companies and banks, I believe that there's going to be supernatural favor that will flow where debts are canceled. Just because, and it's going to be legal, just because for no other reason 
than their willingness to use their ability and their influence on your behalf. Some debts you're not going to have to pay for. People going to pay it off. People going to cancel those debts. Debt cancellation will flow through favor. That's the willingness of others. Others are going to be willing to use their position. They're going to be in the place of position where they can make it happen. They're going to use their resources because they have the resources. They're going to use their ability, their leverage. They're going to use their influence. They're going to talk to other people on your behalf. They're going to do you a favor. This is happening right now as I speak. Will you receive that in Jesus' name? Now, remember favor, not manipulation. Let's look at the enemies of favor. Pride is an enemy of favor. When God began to move on the hearts of people to use their position, use their resources, use their abilities, use their influence on your behalf. Don't turn it down. It's going to be legal and God's going to move on these situations, change some laws. We, we Think about it. We went through a period where school loans were canceled. School loans were canceled and it was all legal. I believe God did that supernaturally. I believe God moved on the hearts of people in those positions to want to do that. He's going to do some other things like that. But don't let your pride get in the way. Accept the favor. If I offer you favor, I offer to do a favor, you have to accept the favor. Don't let pride get in the way. Pride is an enemy of favor. Laziness. Now, I'm not teaching miracles and favor for you to do nothing. Just sit down. Just do nothing. No. When you think about Ruth in the book of Ruth, she ended up with favor, so much favor that she married a wealthy landowner named Boaz. She went from black to ownership through favor. But she was out there working, engaged in the field, doing what she could do with her mind and her hands and her heart. She was trying to bless and take care of her mother-in-law, Naomi. So she was engaged when Boaz came on the scene. He had heard of her because she had so favor toward her mother-in-law. So he had heard about what she did. He took notice of her. That's favor. He recognized her and he told the workers to make room for her. He told his bosses out in the, his people over the people in the field, let her gather some of the grain. Make sure she can rest with the other workers, that she can get the food with the other workers. And she carried bag loads of food back home to Naomi. And then he fell in love. They fell in love and got married. That was favor. 
But she, it wasn't laziness. Laziness is an enemy of favor, pride. And then manipulation. Manipulation is the art of controlling people and circumstances in an indirect, unfair, and deceptive way to one's own advantage. So Ruth was not, didn't go to the field. She didn't hear about Boaz. He has a lot of money. He owned the land. He can help you. In fact, he'll probably marry. She didn't hear none of that. She didn't go to the land looking for Boaz. She didn't go to this land. In fact, she didn't even know Boaz was related to the family. She didn't even know that. She didn't even know Boaz. So she didn't go to the land and tell Boaz, God sent me. God put you on my heart. All debts are canceled. She didn't do that. She went there and God supernaturally moved on Boaz's heart to use his position, his resources, to use his ability, his influence on, on Ruth's behalf. So favor is not pride, it's not laziness, it's not manipulation. You're not going to take this prophetic word to your creditors. You're not going to take them and say, all my debts are canceled. You're not going to do that. You're not going to try to manipulate people into helping you. If you need help, if you want to ask, just ask people to help me. Don't go in there trying to manipulate something. And I believe that God is doing something very supernatural. Listen, I want you to go back and listen to all three of these lessons. This conclude this series. Again, we're going to take a break, prepare for next year. I'm transitioning out of the pastoral role into Mike Moore Ministries. And I am going to come back the first Thursday and begin my podcast on leadership. I'm going to take my Tuesday and my Thursday podcast and teach on leadership. We're going to make a shift, but I promise you it's going to be a blessing to you. Listen, I want to thank you for all the years that you spent, all the uh, weeks you spent, the months you spent, connected to How the Wind podcast. I pray that God supernaturally bless you. Remember, you can always go back on YouTube, go to Mike Moore Ministries, and you can listen to these things. You can go to YouTube and you can listen to some of the old things that we've done. God bless you. I pray for supernatural favor, increase, the miraculous I pray that you grow spiritually, grow, that you have every need met spirit, mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, financially. And I pray that you walk in the fullness of God's purpose and plan for your life. I'll see you first week in the new year. God bless you. Mm-hmm.